What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, July 22nd, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues, a.k.a. The verified one at Tim Yetis. Let Tim host. How you doing, Greg? I'm great, Tim. How are you? I'm fantastic. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. It's even been a long time. We were both at Comic Con. You were at my panel in Hall H. I, yeah, I saw you at Hall H. Yeah, you yeah. were so far though. I know. Yeah, I, I, I looked for you. I looked for you in the reserve oh, seats. I didn't see you over there. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was making very high pitched noises. Really? No. Oh yeah. No. 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 Yeah. That doesn't seem like a me thing to do. It kind of does though. You, really? You, you when, it, when you put yeah 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 yeah. Well, there wasn't anything scary. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you were surprised. You know what I mean? If I will give a shout out to you taking off your shirt. Thank you. Because here's here's the thing. I know this sounds stupid, but I didn't see it coming. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that legit, I was like, oh, man, he's, he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as it was starting, I'm like, here we go. Sure. But when when you finished it, I was like, that was one of the best Greg Miller taking his shirt off bits I've Thank ever you. seen. Thank you. Thank you very yeah, much. So yeah, yeah. Thank you, you to everybody. And thanks you to everybody peaked. who came to Hall H to see the Marvel <laughs> Games panel. No, real talk. You did a great job. That Thank was you. awesome. Keep Long the panel. Up. Long ass panel. Very, very, very yeah, long. Yeah, hour yeah, 45, hour 40. Cool stuff, though. Much better than last year's panel. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not because of you. But. Yeah, no, sure. Because well, of the content. I mean, you were great both years. But. Yeah, yeah. This was a great year, I thought, <laughs> having, you know, uh, Iron Man VR, Ultimate Alliance on pretty much the day it came out, and then uh, having Avengers, right? And mm. showing that footage to the uh, the audience for the first time, stuff like that. Yeah. Cool stuff. Cool uh, stuff. How was the rest of your Comic Con? Because I didn't see you or talk to you. It was super fun. I'm sure we'll talk about that on the Kind of Funny podcast later today. If you're oh, that's Patreon. right. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So okay, we'll talk about all that later today. We're going to talk about Death Stranding news, Stadia news, and a little bit about the Evo finals because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. Today's the day I'm getting my 100th platinum. All right. Come to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, 4 p.m. Pacific. It'll be the division two. If now, is this a for sure thing? Are you getting this? In the car, yes. In the in the in the bus today, I did the thing of like, what are the missions again? I'm like, all right, cool, the strongholds. And then I went, oh, fuck. And I texted a friend. I'm like, hey, strongholds are the ones where we have to do missions before them to unlock them, right? He's like, yeah, every week. I'm like, cool. So it's going to be a longer stream than I anticipated. Not bad. I mean, because again, we're playing on hard and we're gear level 500. Like, we're going to clean everybody's clock. There's no challenge. These guys are going down. Okay. But there's more missions to do. Okay. Now, so the only real problem would be that if I've somehow miscalculated, I have a list of the missions I've done on hard that I've checked off, but if I fucked one of those up and then I got to go double around and Something do stuff. Something tells me there's a chance that's what happened. We aren't, <laughs> Barrett, no sleep till we get this 100th platinum, all right? Uh, Woo! Thank you, Barrett. I'm Thank you for being on board. I'm going to take a nap at one point today. Colton Yoder, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Brooklyn and Experian, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Four items on the Roper Report. doesn't. And it's a bit of a misnomer, I'll let you know, because the first one's a double double decker. Double dipping? A double dip story? Number one, I'm starting with Death Stranding tidbits, tidbits, tidbits. As you know, Hideo Kojima himself, mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley, and then that director who's very famous that I can never print, Nicholas Winding Ref. This guy who did like Drive and all that thing. Mm-hmm. He, they did a panel at Comic Con, right? Yeah. Interesting things have come out like of the it. The baby. 
They did have the baby in the, in the pod. Apparently, I think they crossed over backstage with Critical Role, and that's why like I get texts from Brian Foster that I'm hanging out with Kojima. I met yeah. Jeff. I told him I should host it. He, the game Awards. Brian's Brian's trying to get Jeff to give him the game Awards. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. But then Ashley Johnson had a photo with the baby. Yeah. Not the real baby. The baby in a jar. You yeah, understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I get what you're saying. Anyways, let's see what Eddie at Gamespot's talking about because I called this one could have been Keanu. One of the main celebrity characters in Hideo Kojima's upcoming PlayStation 4 game Death Stranding is played by Hannibal and Casino Royale actor Mads Mikkelsen. As it turns out, the actor wasn't the first big name pitch for the role, it seems. During a San Diego Comic-Con panel this weekend, Kojima and movie director Nicholas Winding Ref, that's what Greg pronounces it, a friend of Kojima's who also has a part in Death Stranding, keep that one in your hat. All right, everybody? Put that one aside because that information is going to be relevant to the next one. Whoa. Shared new insight on the much anticipated and very mysterious game. Among other revelations, Kojima said that the Matrix actor Keanu Reeves' name came up in discussions for Death Stranding. Quote, I originally was recommended Keanu Reeves, but I wanted Mads, Kojima said, according to a report from Twitter user Kalai Cheek, uh, who was in attendance. Also during the San Diego Comic-Con panel, uh, Kojima spoke at a high level about what the game is all about, and, well, it still doesn't make all that much sense. We're so also, close. I know, right? Also, uh, I don't know why that double printed. So that's the thing. It could have been Keanu. And when that is, it's just that that name came up, right? Yep. And here we are. That's a cool tweet to put out. Totally. And now it's getting spun out in news stories. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, would I want to see Kojima and Keanu work together? Of course I Absolutely. would. Absolutely. But would I rather see Kojima take all of his crushes his Hollywood crushes and put them into games of course yeah who does I feel like Keanu's one of them though you think so you're just saying that because Keanu's a hot topic no I'm not I'm saying it because you know like the whole crush thing before he actually started hanging out with all of them it's like it would be just his like tweets that he put out and like uh, Blade Runner was one of the movies that he wrote like a long essay about. Matrix was one of them. Yeah. Okay. And he's always talking about Keanu and he used to be a defender of being when everyone used to make fun of Keanu because it was that period where Keanu yeah. was kind of a joke. He no. was a meme. Like the, he no. was a meme. Yeah. The whoa was a punchline. Like it was the just, uh, sad boy. Uh, sad yeah, boy yeah, Keanu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that whole, uh, that whole thing. Is that what your like, name's based on, Sad Boy Barrett? No. It's okay. uh, based on well, depression. Who's oh. just says? <laughs> no, it's, yeah, too real. it's too real. It's too real. It's too real. Don't laugh at it. But, but uh, sad Keanu was the, the meme. But yeah, um, yeah Kojima was always kind of defending Keanu <laughs> in, in a way that is... Only Kia, or only Kojima could do. Sure. We just like, I wish I, I could back you on this, but I'll go back humans. to the quote. I originally was recommended Keanu Reeves, but mm-hmm. I wanted Mads. Mm-hmm. He wanted Mads, all right? Well, I think that, you know, on the level of crushes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mads Mikkelsen's higher. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into an analogy there. You can just imagine the weird shit I would say. Sure. Of course but, I can. Um, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. The man. Also, like, like looking at this, of course I'd want Keanu because Keanu's dope, but like, this is a Mads character. Mads, this is a Mads that's character. What, and I think that's what he probably means, right? Yeah. In the terms of this is a character that is supposed to be Mads or who I, des- I desire to be Mads. From everything I've seen of Death Stranding so far, which is a lot of nothing, mm-hmm. uh, Mads is probably the thing that, that's keeping it most together for me of like, well, this could be cool. Like, I, I get the, you know, kind of the boss vibes from Metal Gear Solid and like, that's kind of what we need to make this Norman Reedus adventure something special uh i don't know if you know this the president is in a hospital bed in the oval office mm-hmm. all right so i don't know how much more special it could get and right. the country's fucked according to norman Reedus. uh-huh <laughs> i have more tidbits for you that might make you a little bit more interested Bit in this my game. Tid, dude uh this is i titled fuck you Fortnite." these are a bunch of tweets from the hollywood reporters patrick shanley friend of the show who will be on here eventually uh who was also in attendance over there he put out a tweets of what he was seeing and he said kojima just took a shot at Fortnite. quote the easiest way to make money is to make a game where everyone is on an island trying to shoot each other. I don't want to make that. End quote. Big applause followed. I don't think it's as much of a shot at Fortnite as it is just Battle Royale in general and everybody rushing to the well on that one, right? Yeah, and also I just, 
I, I personally don't enjoy that type of quote-unquote attack. It's just like, what, you, what are you doing with this, Kojima? Like, you're Kojima. You don't need to be throwing stones. Well, I shit. think, I mean, that's the problem of always getting stuff out of context. Not that I'm you yeah. know, going after Patrick. He's reporting on what they're saying. But it is the thing of, I assume this is a question somewhere in there of like, do you not want to make weird shit? Like <laughs> Weird yeah. shit might not sell. That stranding might not sell. It might totally be off-putting. To which he's like, well, if it was, I'm not worried about money. Got the it, easiest it, way yeah. to make, and this is me yeah. totally filling in blanks. And I'm, I'm like, you know, in Jurassic Park, I'm filling in the dino DNA. Got it. Uh, the easiest way to make money is to make a game where everyone is on an island trying to shoot each other. I don't want to make that. End quote. Yeah, I don't that even doesn't think, necessarily need to be talking shit. That's not even a talking shit line, really, right? That's not even a shot at anybody. It's just like legitimately saying, if you want to make money, make a battle royale. Which, of course, is not true. Look at all the failed battle royales that are out there. Yeah, yeah, and then look at Fortnite, man. The, the whole mech battle thing that they just had—like, I was watching videos of it. That shit's insane. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? This, yeah, weekend? yeah, totally. Yeah, like that is—they're doing something real special with that yeah. game. I know we've talked about it a million times, but they keep impressing they keep me iterating. as an outsider. So I'm just looking at them, just like they're killing it, man. Yeah. So uh, when Justin was on here, Woodward, uh, who was you know obviously doing the indie game mix, he was here doing the uh, uh, or media indie exchange. Uh, he was also talking about the Jane Silent Bob uh, Mall Brawl. Uh, he 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 was saying he thought Fortnite had like another two years of superstar popularity. Hmm. But it, I, I I we talked about it, but it was one of those things like. I feel like even that selling it short, it all depends on how they iterate and what they do with it, right? Because yeah. if they keep making it into a different game, and I'm not even taking a shot at Minecraft, as you might think if you took the quote out of context. I think one of the reasons <laughs> Minecraft kind of popularity didn't stall, right? It's still mm-hmm. a huge game. But like it, it uh, we don't talk about Minecraft every month, every three months with a season, right? Is because yeah. it is the same game. You can jump back into Minecraft and there's been a million updates and new textures and new things and new whatever, but it's not a new game like you're talking about with the mech stuff, like you're talking about with all the Fortnite challenges, with all the pro-ams and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I have more from Patrick's Twitter. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, asked if he feels good about the November 8th release date. Kojima said simply, I'm still working on it. I like that. Uh, new inf- new inf- and this is interesting, I thought. New inf- info about Nicholas Winding Refn's uh, Death Stranding character, Heartman. He lives in some strange 21-minute loop hooked up to an EKG machine and has a wide collection of films and music, quote, consumable in 20-minute 20, 20 windows. And here's another quote, all right, from Kojima. Heartman's heart stops every 21 minutes. What happens is that he dies and he looks for his family on the other side for three minutes, Kojima says. That is, right there, those two bullet points, two tweets, Mm -hmm. get me so infinitely fucking excited for Death Stranding. I mean, that that could have been Metal Gear Solid 6. And that would have been a character. And yeah. we would have been like, all right, yeah. I'm in. What a weird fucking thing. That is and the how, weirdest thing. But how cool is that idea that, number one, he's on this weird loop. So, right, every 21 minutes his heart stops. And then for three minutes he desperately searches on the other side for his family. And he's obsessed with media that works in 20-minute intervals. Understandably, right? You come so back to life. You get shocked back to life. You're like, fuck, <laughs> I need a movie or something to take my mind off it, I guess. All right. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Shave 22 minutes. You know, 22 minutes. I can't wait to see how that comes together and how much we interact with that character. Anyway. I know. Well, and that's the other thing too that you get not weirded out about, but it is like this director's in it, he, uh, Del, Del Toro's in it, or whatever. It's like cool. How big of a character are any of these characters, right? Because they're not professional actors, and I and I'm sure they're going to be fine. But you know, Kojima's got to play to their weirdness factor in a way that doesn't totally take me out of the game. That hey, I'm talking to Gilmer Del Toro right now, right? Yeah, he's got to be some dumb cinematic with his baby get crushed right away. This guy, oh, Heartman, sounds awesome. Yeah. Not only does Heartman sound awesome, he sounds like a Mega Man villain that grew up. You know what I mean? God. <laughs> Fucking, they couldn't the tortured be, soul. They couldn't. Him. It's actually him just reliving Mega Man. Uh, someone like coming to kill him every single time. <laughs> oh God, what will this game be? Who knows and who cares? I yeah, because I'm in. 
take the fucking 60 bucks right now. Let's see what you got, Kojima. So with that, does it hit November? That's the big question, right? That And I... I I think it will. Mm-hmm. I can obviously see it slipping, but I feel like nobody had a gun to PlayStation's head. There was no E3 press conference. There was no reason to come out and say, hey, here's the date, other than, hey, we're super confident in the date. And so I, the fact that they said it, I feel they are. And I know that PlayStation's been burned before with, you know, I don't want to say lazy people, but lazy people like Neil Druckmann who announce a date and then punt it. You know what I mean? And just everybody over at Naughty Dog playing playing ping pong. Mm -hmm. Kurt over there, Scott Lowe just going surfing all the time. They're not working on a game, right? (laughs) Scott Lowe doesn't even work on the game. I don't know why his his surfing would do it. He's just surfing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're not lazy. I'm joking. Dude, uh, I I feel like there's a 50-50 shot of it either coming out November 8th. Right? Yeah. November 8th. Uh, November 8th, yeah. Yeah. Or... It doesn't come out November 8th, and Kojima, it's not a delay. He has some whack-ass thing to say it's about tr- it. It's a, tr- it's a game about strands. You this know? is the first strand. <laughs> like, yes, the strand res- one. The receipt to GameStop you have for your pre-order <laughs> is the first strand. Like, does you There's a scan. QR code that if you... Totally, oh you scan and stuff. I, I think the reason they said it is because they're super confident they can hit it. And I understand that, obviously, delays happen all the time, but I think they wouldn't have said it. I think it would. It, there's no reason to have said it. Then why do you think he's saying I'm still working on it? I think I. I mean, how many times have we seen it? I mean, you and I hosted a fucking Final Fantasy event where they're like, "We're fucking here's the date, here's the button, we've done it." You know what I mean? And we like, hit hey, a button, Greg. It's the same thing as always. Like, am I going to get the platinum trophy today? I mean, all signs point to yes. Yeah, but yeah, I can easily right. turn it on. I don't think any. If the strongholds are invaded, does that still servers count? Like, down. who the fuck knows? I don't who know knows? what the hell is going to happen out there. If that if servers are down, me and Big Boy Barrett, we're playing some Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, woo woo woo. Tim, yeah. The nanobiologist writes into kindoffunny.com oh. slash Patreon and What's says, gotta say? Will the video games industry fascination with Hollywood actors ever end? And do developers look for passionate people to star in their games? News over the weekend broke that the role of Mads Mickelson was also considered to be played by Keanu Reeves. We've seen cycles of this we've seen cycles of video games grab big named Hollywood actors and put them into games for name recognition, but there have been a good amount of times those performances were only phoned in and clearly for the paycheck slash were only for their name alone. Do you think this will end and the gaming sphere will use its own A-list stars for for things slash grow the pool of A-listers or will they continue to use Hollywood stars? Also, are you aware if developers vet the actors they see if they will be passionate about the game before they give them the role? Um, Tim. Yes. Let's start with this. Mm-hmm. Why are video games obsessed with big name actors? Because big name actors get attention from right. the mainstream. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's not necessarily from the gamer. It's from the people that, you know, the Wall Street journals. They're going to write like, oh my God, Kevin Spacey is in Call of Duty. Right. Kid Harrington is in Call of Duty. Kiefer Sutherland The Rock is... one day will be in a video game at Again. E3. Yeah. Yes. I will keep making that prediction until I yeah. get it right. Um, but it's like, yeah, I mean, that stuff gets headlines outside of the normal sphere. And on top of that, guess what? They're talented actors. Yeah. Right? So it's like, that's the thing is there, there's already an inherent ability for the thing that they're looking for there. Um, I do think that we've seen a trend of it being people that are a bit more passionate yeah. inherently because, you know, that we went through that rough patch where, yeah, gone are the licensed game days, right? And I feel like soon gone will be the days of hiring an actor just to hire an actor. Like, and I feel like those days are on their way out. Yeah. Right. I don't think let's take Death Stranding. 
I don't think Mad Mickelson and Norman Reedus are in this just because. They're in it because, yeah, they're talented actors that were, I'm sure, got on uh, Kojima's radar that he wanted to work with, and now he yeah. worked with it. And when you talk to, or you see interviews, you know, not like we're all getting a beer with him, but when you see interviews with Norman Reedus, he is very much like, this shit is batshit crazy. I don't fully understand it, but I love what we're doing. And like that seems in line with what Norman Reedus would do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't think he's not being forced to do this or jump in there. Even I can't even speak to the Call of Duty with Kevin Spacey. I remember being excited about it leading up to it. And then I don't I don't think I ever actually played the campaign to see if Spacey phoned it in or wasn't that great in it. I don't know. Kit mm-hmm. Harrington, the other ones, again, these are Call of Duty games I would never really be paying attention to to begin with. Yeah. I I feel like We've already started turning that corner. Yeah. Where you're now, bringing people for the right reasons and they're all into Raul, it. Raul, Gears 5. We said A-list actors. Big name Hollywood. Did we did said, we said big name. What's the fascination with Hollywood? Okay, fine. Hollywood actors in general. Sure, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, Rahul, obviously. Uh, but I think, I think that's a perfect example, though, of these people that... We can talk about all the time how it's like you don't call yourself a movie goer. You people just like yeah. movies. When soon enough people aren't going to be like, I'm a gamer. It's like people play games. I think we're getting to that point where more and more... I'm not a video game actor. Yeah, exactly. Actors play games. Yeah. VO artist, Troy Baker and stuff, is an actor. I feel like a lot of things are just being blurred. Um, and then on top of that, like, I, it's not that long ago that Metal Gear Solid Five came out. And to nanobiologist's point, Kiefer Sutherland. Well, why? That was unnecessary. And yeah. that, I think, was to the detriment of the game sure. and to the experience of the users. And what was that for? Was that for mainstream thing or was that just for... Kojima's weird, you know, wants to work with stars or whatever. Yeah, yeah he and like, I think he that that's the answer there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But again, that's it's his weird vision and his weird shit. Yeah, we love. I wish it. he didn't do that. I wish he did something David very Hader. different. David Hader. Yeah. What the fuck? Why wasn't David Hader? Exactly. Yeah, but course. you know, and I feel like with with Death Stranding, but you're right. Death Stranding is just a different thing. It's kind of like it is the game of Hollywood actors. Like I would, I'd expect anybody to be in that game and not. I be thought surprised. it was more surprising with Death Stranding that Troy Baker was in it. Not, not obviously. I, you know how talented Troy is. You know how much we yeah. love Troy. And we, I also understand that Kojima likes Troy. Mm-hmm. But it was that thing when they started announcing it. You're like, oh, I see what you're doing. You're going to go make this thing be the Hollywood video game, right? Yeah. And that's all good and not bad. Obviously, I, I want to see games reach more and more people. So if you can go and tap some of the audience of The Walking Dead, right, and yeah. get them to come over and do it, great. The second question here, though, do you think this will? will end and the gaming sphere will use their own A-list stars for things slash grow the pool of A-listers. Um, and I think that that's a conversation that's been happening a lot. I've seen it a lot for sure on Reset Era and other sites that are talking about why is it always Troy Baker and Laura Bailey and Travis William? Like why? The click. And, and it's like th- that there's a reason it's always them. They're the best. You know what I mean? It's like they, they, they do it. They've done it for a long time. And whether or not they're the best, they've done it extremely well for so long that everyone's like, oh, video game voice actors, and that's who they think of. Sure. And if they're available, you'd want to get them because they do kind of have that that appeal uh, to a certain group of people. You want uh, proven products, mm-hmm. right? It is the reason that there are movie stars that people are bankable on. You know that you can bring in Travis, Laura, Troy, Ashley, Nolan. Nolan. Bring these people in, right, and give them the script. And not only are they going to be turnkey and know how to get the material down they're going to give it their all Mm because they have that reputation right it's the reason working actors and people keep getting work it's the reason i keep getting hosting gigs right people on the internet always like i hate greg miller why does he host everything well i'm good and i try really hard and i fucking try really hard you know what i mean you know i think that's good enough though greg why not you're not jessica goddamn chobot hosting the marvel studios battle i can't cross over into i can't cross over oh my god i'm marvel game sir me too are you fucking kidding me when agent m was tweeting about 
somebody and he's like uh, Cho- Jessica Chobot, the host. I'm like, I literally almost dropped my phone. What? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Good yeah. for her. Good job. But, Not gonna be able to afford it for dice next year. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I feel like with this, it's like I'm sure that game developers want to get. Uh, a bigger pool going and I just think that it's that's going to take time but I think we'll get there sure you know? I, I mean you see that happen with inter- uh, our own voice actors start breaking through and going stuff and I think Rahul is a good choice right of like granted again he's a Hollywood guy but he's a huge fucking nerd right he's a kind of funny best friend like he, not Funhouse he was a kind of funny fan first uh, he, you know but he's crossed over and doing that and now he's in gears and stuff and once you start getting in there you see it right I mean look at I, I think I would go to say that actually Birch is a A-list video game voice actor mm-hmm. now right but if you remember when she did Tiny Tina. Yeah. Everybody's like, the, hey, Ash, what, you playing girl as a yeah, main character so in Borderlands? Random. That's weird. And now it's like, I'm playing Ultimate Alliance and I'm, I'm playing, and Nebula pops up. I'm like, is that Ash? That's Ash. Oh, she's so good. Oh, you know she? I mean? That's yeah. so cool. And like, I, when I read the Life is Strange comic book, right, for Chloe, I hear Ash's voice. Like, yeah. that's how good she is. I think and people how like Dave Fenoy. You know, I don't think people would think of Dave Fenoy as one of those people, but that's just, I, I feel like there's a. a they will un- after Deathloop. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, I feel like there's just like a, a bias towards wanting to group people and be like, oh, they're too successful. Oh, sure, you sure, know? sure. And I, I just feel like that's a little unfair. I believe it was Aristotle who said, people throw rocks at things that shine. And so that's the thing. Well, Taylor Swift, actually. But it stands true. Oh, okay. It stands true, say, right? Thing so whatever's like successful, whatever's doing well. People I have like, a great story about diamonds that I'm going to tell on the podcast later. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. What a weird fucking call. Well, that's that a weird is one call. of those things. We'll just sit on it. Just sit on just diamonds. Just sit on it and wait. Oh, and now I'll make even more sense later. But yeah, kind of funny podcast. Jesus. Great story. Did you go to a strip club? Yep. That's did you see a diamond butt plug at a strip club? Yes. That's How did yes. you guess? Because <laughs> you said diamonds sit on it. That'll make sense but later. I mean, that's just like, you really kind of that together. I know like a lot about butt plugs. plugs. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow. I have interests outside of video games. Today. All right? <laughs> Yeah, I like the kid on the subreddit trying to dime you out for following a, a, a porn star on Instagram. Uh, like you give like, about that. That too. wasn't already your brand. Like. I know. And also, <laughs> I, it wasn't about following it. I've been following her for years. It's about liking that post. And like, if you looked at what that post was, it was totally like a fight for your rights. Yeah, post. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was censorship. I understand. Anyways, though, yeah, Hollywood voice actors. Their thing, and they're gonna keep going. But again, I think you—we've you, been tiptoeing around the point, but it's true, right? It's just a convergence mm-hmm. of where everybody's converging, and there, there isn't that discrepancy anymore. And, and it's, go back I think to the Hollywood days of it. in the beginning, right? Yeah. There were movie stars, like back in the the forties to the fifties. Like every sure. year, every decade has this group, and I feel like as time went on, things got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, it's interesting with uh, all the MCU news that came out this weekend, but like looking at the cast of the Eternals, and it's like by far the most fucking Kumail. I know. I fucking know. You gotta love it, man. If, if one Southwest flight hadn't been canceled, Kumail and Emily would have been in the spare bedroom doing Game Over Greggy cross indoor kids with us. What, the best thing about that is there's a picture I saw on the, yep, the Reddit him and Stanley. Of, of him and Stanley where he was interviewing Stanley. 2012. As on the journalist media, well, media side. Yeah, a dot-com nerdy side, yeah. So fucking funny. Fucking, I love no, that No, but guy. besides Camille, like, that is undeniably the most A-list cast we've ever had with sure. uh, Salma Hayek and uh, uh, Angelina, uh, Angelina Jolie. And uh, when you when you look at that, it's like there's a big conversation starting about, like, what is A-list nowadays? Like, what, do, do the list even matter anymore? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just kind of changed into different groups where, especially now when you add all the internet bullshit into it and sure. influencers and all that fucking stuff. Fucking Harley. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I just, 
I don't know what A-list means anymore. And so it's like, I do feel like the Raul's of the world are going to like come up more. The Troy Bakers, everything's just going to mishmash around until it's just like, all right, yeah, there's, there is a bigger pool yeah. of people that we're going to see. And I think a lot of them are going to be uh, Hollywood people and people on TV shows, specifically TV shows like CW shows and things, like because they're not as expensive as sure. movie stars for whatever reason, right? Uh, before it is the, the up-and-comers that have never had a shot in video game voice acting. Because that just makes sense. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then the final question Annabelle just had here was, uh, are you aware of developers vet actors to see if they're passionate about games? Uh, I mean, you hear about it in some interviews, right? Of like, yeah, oh, yeah, and he likes the game or he does that. Like, that means so much. I don't think they're vetting like, hey, what's your what's your trophy level? Hey, have you beaten this thing? Hey, you doing this? I think it's more of a just top level sometimes. But I also don't think it matters necessarily. Actors are actors, right? Yeah. I, like uh, Christopher Judge, right? Kratos in God of War. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't. I, I consider him a Hollywood actor, right? When he came over and it was like the Battlestar guy? The guy with the weird, he wears like the gem that looks like the Mind Stone? Okay, cool, whatever. Like, I don't think he's in it. I don't, from what I remember from talking to him at like Dice and things like that, I don't think he's a gamer by, per se. Like, I don't think he's like yeah. us. I mean, but when he they got Leo Heaney for Final Fantasy 15, or, yeah, 15. And, and that maybe, was for a video, though. That was just that for the, the movie. Little, the yeah, I guess movie, that was Kingsgrave yeah. or whatever. That I'll, was never, I'll never forget that. Ah, oh, man. That was, and, Jesse, and Jesse, right? Yeah. Jesse Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You remember that? No. We talked to him too, man. He's the main character in Kingsglaive. Oh, he was on that uh, when you guys did that whole announcement thing. Final I, Fantasy, do, yeah. I do vaguely remember that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for watching. I did watch that. Like, yeah, subscribe, yeah. share. I will. Uh, number two, I have Stadia tidbits similar to my Kojima tidbits. And I got oh bits on bits God. on bits. This is Andre Doranajek. Nah, it's just Andre, we're going to say. He's a, he seems like a nice gentleman. And I'm the director of product for Stadia here at Google. He did an AMA over the weekend. I'm just going to read some of his answers so you don't have to worry too much about the questions. But they'll make sense as we go. Uh, to be clear, Stadia Pro is not Netflix for games like some people have mentioned. A closer comparison would be like Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. The Pro subscribers get 4K slash HDR streaming, 5.1 sound, exclusive discounts, and access to some free games. Roughly one free game per month, give or take, starting with Destiny 2. So this is drilling into that information, asking questions I hadn't thought about, but people had, right? I mean, this, that alone is such a great statement that they should have said a long time ago. I sure. Will, I will bring this up. We did talk about this on Friday, by the way. All of this? Uh, I don't know about all of this, but the main point of like the Netflix for games thing. Yeah, I'm going to drill definitely... into the, you see the other subheads there and the other things? No, I don't. Well, thanks for doing your job over there. Love you, Barrett. Let's play <laughs> Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Stick with me. If I keep repeating myself, just cut off the conversation, all right, Bear? Cool. And so then uh, somebody asked basically, right? So wait, it's one game a month. Is it like PlayStation Plus? Is it going to be like PlayStation Plus, where if I lose, if I don't, if I'm not a, you know, if something comes out in January, I subscribe in February, I miss it or whatever. Uh, Andrew says it's a growing pool as long as you're a Stadia subscriber. Cool. So the pool keeps growing. So that's where I think you're getting it. It's more like Netflix for games than Eventually. Xbox. Exactly. And then. Uh, they were asking, like, what if I leave? Obviously, what happens? Uh, you will regain access to those pro games you claimed in the past while you were a subscriber, but the ones that were offered to pro subscribers while you were unsub, but not the ones that were offered to pro subscribers while you were unsubscribed. Yeah, this was all talked about. Oh, that's right, perfect. So it's not Netflix for games then. You- yes, be- you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm getting yeah. it wrong. I fucked it up. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I like the but. St- mm. So it's a growing pool as long as... as so it's just PlayStation you, Plus or Xbox Live. We covered it on Friday, yeah. so who cares? Yeah. Boom. 
Doesn't worry about it. Do you, did you get all this other stuff? The achievements, the whatchamacallit, the thingamajig. Um, let me, uh, achievement, we talked about UI. All right, fine. Then everybody listen to Friday's yeah. Gamescast. I clearly didn't. It's been I'm a week. I'm sorry. It, no, don't. What are you okay. mad about? I don't know. I you feel like I'm throwing your actually, I usually look at the notes, but I didn't check the date on this, so it's on me. Mm, gotcha. Number three on the rope report. Get your Witcher boners ready. This is Alicia Judge over at IGN. The Witcher showrunner, Lauren Hisrich has confirmed that Netflix adaptation of the story of Geralt won't draw from the CD Projekt Red video games, but has hinted that there will be a scene that pays service to fans. Quote, there is a bathtub. There is yeah. a bathtub this season. Hisrich told io9 in reference to the fan favorite image of Geralt in a wooden tub from The Witcher 3. I won't tell you who's in the bathtub, but there's a bathtub. It's Geralt, come on. Too, too, too little for me. Too little? It's got to be him in the bathtub. I don't right. want just anybody in the bathtub. Yeah. I don't want some goat in the bathtub. Yeah. Don't want Yennefer in the bathtub. I want Geralt. Did you see the uh, uh, the gif of the horse? Roach? Getting spun around? No. There was like a, the like stand-in horse. It's like a big plastic horse or whatever. And it like looks like the horse. I don't know what the fuck it'd be for, but whatever. Um, and it was like rigged up to a, a stunt stunt wires uh-huh. and like something looked like it went horribly wrong and it like pulled up and the horse just fucking so spins it was crazy. Like a video game roach. And, oh, no. Yeah, and that was... That was the thing. Everyone That's was just awesome. like, oh, they're, they're totally paying homage. That was the thing when it, when, on my Twitter feed when they revealed the image of Henry Cavill on ro- their roach. So I, 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 don't, I don't want to name names, but I want to say it was like Shinobi or Wario or maybe Matt Fowler. Somebody was like, quote tweet, it was like, don't don't even bother showing me roach. Don't, don't even bother me showing your version of a roach till it's on top of a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to playing that again on the old Switch. Seeing what's happening there. Seeing what my draw distances will be. We're getting back into that world. <laughs> Are you going to watch this? I know you didn't play The Witcher, really. Are you going to watch the show, you think? I highly doubt it. Yeah? Yeah. I think I will. Hmm? It seems yeah. interesting enough and is digestible. And shall, you can go it has through. Superman. It has Superman in it, of course, Henry Cavill. Looking great, by the way. Yeah. Saw Perry Schneider putting up a bunch of candid, weird photos from uh, the IGN backstage. Mm-hmm. He's got some guns on him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean to tread into Nick Scarpino's He's territory. He's the only human being that can cock his fucking uh, If you remember, Cameron Cuff did it on Krypton this season right. as a tribute. All right? Spent a lot of time with Cameron this weekend. That was did a lot you? of fun. What a I great did. guy. What a great, what a great dude. Coming to We man. Have Cool Friends next week. Yeah. Him and Chloe. Chloe coming up, too. Whoa. I love Cameron so much. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, too. Back to this voice actor thing we were talking about, right? Of the, how it's all just converging. It is our generation, or and I guess Cameron's way younger than me. But coming into these roles now, right, and being a TV star, like, right, a star of a show on season two and still getting so excited to meet Troy and Nolan and send me photos of them yeah. together, right? It's, of like, it's all it's all coming together. Don't worry about it. Number four, sad news. Former StarCraft II pro commentator Jeff in control Robinson has died. This is Luke Plunkett over at Kotaku. Former StarCraft II pro Jeff Robinson, a.k.a. In Control, died on Saturday, quote, due to sudden illness. A statement released via Robinson's official social media accounts announced his passing earlier today. With immense grief, we announced Jeff's unexpected passing due to sudden illness Saturday. We ask, privacy, we ask privacy as his family works to understand what happened and make arrangements. To honor Jeff or to, comfort, to offer comfort to his family, we suggest donations to at SoCalBulldog, which he loved. This is on Twitter. Uh, Robinson was a former StarCraft II pro with Clan Evil Geniuses before later moving into a broader esports career as a commentator, host, and streamer. He's being remembered as a prominent and beloved member of the games community. Obviously, uh, all sorts of people in our community, shared video game community, esports, are out there uh, leaving messages, uh, sharing memories. Uh, Evan M. wrote in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Good morning, KFGD crew. This isn't so much a question as it is a happy trails to Jeff in control Robinson who passed away over the weekend. I understand you guys aren't clued into the PC space, but Jeff was influential in the StarCraft realm and one of the pioneers in the esports casting realm. 
I know him best from his streams on Twitch where he made me roll over in laughter on many D&D streams he did with so many personalities. So many others have already told their thoughts on the matter, and I encourage everyone to read them if you have the time. Life is fragile, so make the best of the time you are given with friends, family, and loved ones. Evan M. Well said, Evan. Of course, everyone, uh, you know, our hearts go out to you as you deal with this, obviously, to his family and just the gaming community abroad who obviously has lost somebody here. And then finally, number five, uh, the Evo 2019 finals order has been announced. This is via Joey Cellular, would you say? Cular, Cular uh, of Evo. Uh, this is uh, Evo's taking place this year, August 2nd through the 4th. He tweeted out what? I just can't wait for you to read this. Okay. He tweeted out the run of sh- show in, in true uh, Evo shorthand. So, yeah, yeah here comes Greg like, Miller. Wanna, let's see what Greg Miller gets out of these. So, Evo 26, 2019 finals order. Friday. Soul Calibur 6. I got that okay, one. SC6. Right. Easy. Saturday, U-N-I-S-T. Hmm. Of course, everyone's favorite game on PC, un- uninstall. <laughs> Who can uninstall the most Damn, games Greg. fastest? What Wait, is it? What is it? I don't know. Unistad? Unistad? <laughs> Universal? What's some uh, fighting game that would do that? Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. You're all set to get in there. Uh, so Saturday is Unistad, <laughs> followed by DBFZ. Dragon Ball Fighter Dragon Z, Fighters. then Sam Showdown, Samurai Showdown, yes. then Mortal Kombat 11, MK11. Yeah. Sunday is BB Tag. Hold on, Blaze Blue Tag. Okay, cool. Street Fighter 5, Tekken 7, and Smash. There we go. And that's the most recent Smash, right? Yeah. Smash Ultimate. Ultimate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay, I got I got the deets on Unist, and this is going to be the fucking dumbest under night in birth. Okay, fair. S- that I didn't get that one. St something whatever. That sounds like some key lock bullshit. It's weird. So you got BB Tech. That was a good pregnant pause. I was going to let it hang for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see people play uninstall at t- <laughs> <laughs> fucking Evo. You know what I mean? Getting rid of their spywares and their porn hubs and all that shit. Oh. But I need something more immediate, Tim. Where should I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Out today! GameSpot reports the latest major update for the long in development super ambitious PC space sim Star Citizen has arrived. Alpha 3.6 is available now and is a massive update. Among other things, it adds a new law system, more space stations, additional missions, and a number of quality of life improvements. Uh, additionally, all of the game's viable ships can now be purchased with in game virtual currency. Uh, then Rise Race the Future comes to Switch, Flutter Bombs comes to PC, Life Ed comes to PC. Elsinore, PC and Mac, and then Beyond Two Souls on PC. Tim? PC. Time to check in with the readers, but first... I'm going to tell you about our sponsors of Reader Mail. We're going to go to Experian. Mm. You know, the better your credit score, the easier it is to get the stuff you want or the less you have to pay. So the question is, why is it so hard to raise your score? Now it won't be thanks to Experian. They've launched Experian Boost, a brand new way to instantly increase your credit score for free. A higher credit score will help you establish and get access to credit and preferred rates for the things you want and need in life. Experian is on a mission to help boost America's credit score, which will help millions of people across the country build and get better access to credit. People all across America have already raised their credit scores with Experian Boost, and you should too. For the first time ever, paying your utilities and cell phone can instantly improve your credit score. Experian Boost works by giving you credit for the bills you are already paying through your bank account, like water, gas, electric, cable, and cell phone. Uh, it used to take months uh, to see your credit score rise a point, or score rise a point or two, but with Boost, you can increase your credit scores instantly. Boost is free to use and only available from Experian. 
up until now you've been paying your utility and cell phone bills and not getting any credit for it now you can i talk about it all the time when we do this one uh of course i had a credit card that i thought i had closed out and i had but then they gave me a finance sheet fee and it sat there for like three years and totally effed up my credit score and totally took a long time to fix and this would have been helpful uh, we can't believe it's taking someone this long to figure this out. What are you waiting for? Experian Boost can potentially help you establish or increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at Experian.com slash KF Games. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash KF Games. Our next sponsor, Brooklinen. Mm-hmm. Uh, making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. And you spend a third of your life in the sheets, so why don't you have them be insanely comfortable with Brooklinen? Now that warmer weather is here, maybe it's time to switch up your sheets and duvet covers to something breezier, lightweight, and soft. You can check out Brooklinen's newest linen collection with a beautiful assortment of colors. Brooklinen's got 35000 yeah, five-star reviews, more than any other online company. It has half a million happy sleepers and counting. You know I'm one of them. Me too. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What do they look like? What do the sheets I, look like? Lay them on me. Oh, are you kidding me? The, blue. The white and blue. Yeah. Oh, well, no, Andy's blue. So yours is red? Uh, Brooklyn was the first direct-to-consumer betting company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. No middleman, just a great product and service. These are beautiful airy linen pieces that give your bedroom a chic, relaxed feel while providing you with the ultimate comfort. Uh, It's in their name, so you know it's got to be good. good. Brooklyn's newest linen collection is amazing. Uh, I couldn't recommend their products for any more... I couldn't recommend their products more for graduates, newlyweds. They have a whole bunch of lists here for a person. Are you a human being listening to this right now? I recommend the sheets to you. You know what I mean? Give them to somebody. Lord. Uh, Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listener. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K. K-L-I-N-E-N dot com. Promo code games. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever, 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 ever. We're starting with Fendi hot on the Comic-Con trail. Fendi writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey guys, Marvel Games has released slash announced four games since their new strategy of licensing out IPs to different developers. Uh, Before anybody, if you're kind of funny.com slash you're wrong, you are welcome to come in with the real thing. You're Fendi. There's way more than that, right? With like Strike Force. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you get the mobile games in there as well. But also, yeah. love them or hate them. Like I love Puzzle Quest for real. Marvel Puzzle Quest, great game. Uh, that are in there. They've done it more than that. But I digress. DC only has released two games since 2015: Arkham Knight and Injustice 2. I was wondering why doesn't DC license their IPs to more developers other than NetherRealm and Rocksteady, since that leads to more games with the same quality. Hopefully. Thanks for everything. Again, Fendi, I think you're uh, selling uh, Lego DC Supervillain short on that mm-hmm. one. That was last uh, year as well. Yeah. Telltale, of course. While, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, but Batman, Batman was their final yeah. thing, which would have been last year, right? So, like, yeah. that was the thing that was happening. I feel like, don't they mainly license stuff out to WB? Well, so that's the that is the reason. Is yeah. at the end of the day, Marvel is is Disney, right? And Disney, I mean, until recently, and whatever's happening with this, that didn't have their own game development side right yeah so then there's i mean i, I guess they still don't right what, what's john drake doing <laughs> john drake john drake is vp of third party whatever the fuck it, like it's still it's, he's still, it's, match, he's yeah, still yeah. a matchmaker right? right yeah so i honestly think what i mean and i this is why when you type in john drake's isn't there it is i i i'm talking out of turn i've not had a conversation with john i am matt i from what i he's a vp of game biz dev mm-hmm. and licensing at disney 
What that reads to me as is that Disney's getting serious about taking the Marvel games idea and applying it to the Disney portfolio. Exactly. So they still don't have people making the games themselves. I'm what, making the uh, games. Uh, yeah, making the games. Uh, where, whereas like Warner owns studios, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the, a big reason why. That is a yeah. And that, Warner yeah. owns DC. Yeah, and, so. and and they also owned NetherRealm and Rock City. So yeah. that's why they would make those games, and it's all in house, and yeah. there's no and it clearly sucks. WB Montreal as well. It clearly sucks, and they need to stop doing that. Yep. They need to get serious about this, yep. right? Yeah, and I and uh, it's time. I disagree. Is it AOL Time Warner? Who fucking owns everything? That, some who's above them? Who who's who above? owns everybody? Warner Brother? No, but somebody owns Warner Brothers, right? AT&T. Or did Warner Brothers buy? Because Rooster Teeth is owned by the same people Ooh, now, right? Yeah. Isn't there? Is it AT and T? Thank you. I yeah. knew there was a different corporate. Warner, over Warner Media is above Warner Brothers, and AT and T is above them. Yes. We think Mr. AT and T. AT and T buys Time Warner, so I, I, I wonder if the the hierarchy is Warner Brothers, then Warner Media, and then Time Warner, and then AT and T. So you're going, you're, yeah. you're going from the bottom up, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, that sounds right. There was okay. a lot of consolidation in the last year, and like at some point, Warner Media might be just the new thing of like what is at the top. Right. But either way, continue your point. I think I I would much rather see them stop trying to do it just internally. I would rather them see. And then granted, TT, TT Games not owned by Warner, to my knowledge. No, because they do Marvel stuff all the time. But yeah, that's different though. Like I feel like the Telltale and Lego games are almost. A, different thing sure but i want more of that yeah i want you to and like telltale is a great example until they went out of business is that i want them to see hey you're the same thing marvel games does i want a marvel games for dc i want there to be dc games tt and, is uh owned by warner brothers no fucking shit yeah. really no nope. huh I, I, you're right i do remember that because i made a comment that they you would never get a marvel game because of it and then like a and month they, later they yeah, put out they a marvel, a marvel game, game. Yep. fucking hell <laughs> um I want to see there be a czar. I want, I want, I want a Bill Roseman for DC games. I mm. want somebody who is leading the charge. Here's my team. Here's how we're getting out there. And that still is. Rocksteady's doing this. Another realm's doing that. Great, great, great. But I want it to be now. So this part, the, the you know, not no, oh, not Naughty Dog, but maybe is making a Superman game or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? I want more of the fucking Spider-Man Insomniac mashup. I I just feel like there's just not enough developers out there to be able to handle all of that. And I feel mm. like having Rocksteady and uh, Montreal and all them like be the people that make those games. It's yeah. like, that almost guarantees those games are going to be good in a way that like who are they going to get if Marvel's also targeting the same people for superhero games? And I know that all superhero games need to be the same thing. However, I feel like a lot of the games that they'd actually make are going to be very similar. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in terms of characters and in terms of like what those games are actually going to end up. Playing yeah, but like. I, th- I but it's, uh, stick with me on this. I think one of the most interesting things that Marvel games does is works outside of what you'd expect and what you and I would make. Mm-hmm. Right. I think when uh, for Ultimate Alliance three, right when it was like Team Ninja, we're like what the fuck, really? Like why? You know, what I mean, yeah, I, uh, for uh, Iron Man VR camouflage, right? Friend yeah. of the show, Ryan Payton. I mean, he's been through the spare bedroom and uh, did Republic stuff with us, like. That's a weird pick, right? Like, so I'm, I'm, th- I would love to see more outside the box stuff like that. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, the main AAA stuff is NetherRealm. It is Rocksteady. It is the people you'd expect there. But then it can also be that. All right, cool. Fulbright. What, what DC property would you want to make? Yeah. Oh, we want to make some weird Martian Manhunter mind game. All right, great. You know, like that kind of thing. And not to mention that we stick to what we know so well. When in reality, there's thousands of developers we don't yeah, know absolutely. that well that could go out and do a different 
8-bit roguelike whatever I don't even know dead man game some weird shit like that yeah. get weird with it is what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I think Marvel games does more of that getting weird and granted they're still revving up to it but I think again camouflage what a weird pick for a VR game I never would have expected that and I I, I know I, I might get a lot of shit for this but I, I feel like just in the terms of mainstream popularity and stuff like Marvel right now has a lot of goodwill in a way where DC has bad will 100%. Batman will always have goodwill sure so it's like I feel like them sticking to the Batman and having that like sure. that it makes That's sense with what they're doing the rumor of suicide Squad from Rocksteady, right? Mm-hmm. Is like exciting on one hand because it's Rocksteady. On the other hand, oof, man, it's gonna get they're gonna take so it on the harshly. chin so yeah, hard. Uh, unless it immediately at first glance is like amazing. Everybody's like, unless it's way better than the movie. James Gunn's is amazing what is as James well. Gunn? At the same yeah. time, yeah, 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 who yeah. knows? But yeah, I just think that there's a lot of factors that go into it that I feel like people are going to be a little bit more uh, open to the D-list. Uh, Marvel heroes in games being made by developers that they've never really heard of because even the Guardians aren't D-list anymore. Whereas like if you take Martian Manhunter, people are going to be like, are you kidding me? Like, I yeah. don't want that game. No, I hear you. I understand. They, that, they, I'm talking about comic book games for comic book dorks, which yeah. is not a proven thing, which is not a way to make money. Exactly. Right? I get you. But could be cool one day. I just yeah. don't think we're there yet. No, agreed. And that's why. And I, I also don't think Marvel Games is there yet. Like, no. I think Marvel Games is still, like they're, what they're doing right now is I, as far as I know, never been done. It's never been done successfully, for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like look, look, look at Disney, where it's like Disney. Sorry, look, yeah, Disney with Star Wars. They kind of did this, but instead of broadening it out to everybody, it's just broadening it to EA. So it's like, all right, so hey, EA, who, who, what developers do we have here? Let's. What can you each do for Star Wars? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. It's like that didn't work too well. No, not at all. You know, yeah. that's the thing. Is like, I just feel like. We've DC and Warner Brothers have had their chance at how they're doing it. Mm. It is not delivering the fruits of their labor. You know what I mean? The DCEU trash fire. Yeah. Game's not a trash fire, but just barren. As again, you see Marvel games delivering on their promise, right? I talk about it all the time. And I know it sounds like I'm blowing smoke, especially when I'm on a panel or something. But like, for real, when we went walked in to see Age of Ultron at the advanced screening, it was you and me. Yeah, it was like, hey, come to an advanced screening. Great. We walked in there, were all these like suits there, and it was like uh, Mike Jones. Mike Jones was there and it was like I'm like hey Mike and he's like oh yeah I work here and I are doing Marvel games I'm like that's weird and then Bill came out and gave this presentation it was like this is the future this is what we're doing we're that's announcing- when they announced Marvel games as we know it and now. they announced Telltale with it so, right so and it was such a weird thing and I remember being like dude I remember the Iron Man game from Sega I mm-hmm. remember all the whatever show me you know whatever and then every time I've met them and talked to them and seen the games and seen what they're doing it's like Wow, you guys are delivering on that message. You yeah. really care and you really are into it. And like you talked, like Bill Roseman is going to be on We Have Cool Friends eventually, right? Mm-hmm. But like every year before the panel, there's a rehearsal dinner, right? Where everybody gets together, we have dinner and drinks, and then we go through the pan- panel run a show. But my favorite thing is that two hours of dinner where me and Bill either sit next to each other or, from, or across from each other and just fucking talk comics and talk games and talk. And it's just like, dude, like they all care so fucking much, and, and that's need, why they're partnering with that, people. That, and that needs to work. And I feel like on the the DC side, it's clear that the guys making those games really care. Injustice Two is oh my god, awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. The Batman games, awesome. What? Let's we don't need to have every single thing in the kitchen sink being made. You know sure. what I mean? If we have something good, let's just enjoy that thing. You know? I feel like with the Dark Knight trilogy, amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. What? I mean, like, the last one wasn't that great. Oh, the, uh, the, the, hard, the last Let's one's not, the fucking great. great you're an oh, idiot. Okay. God, no. I hate your generation. Good, good <laughs> lord. Anyways, Dark Knight Trilogy, amazing. And then it's like, then you get to DCU, and it's just like that. 
it gets messed up. Why? Because they're trying they, to do, they too, do much, too much. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. whatever. It's just like, no, no, no. Focus on one. And I guess that's at. the problem, too, is like I'm asking for a perfect world, right? Where for the EU, right? They tried to do the Bill Roseman thing, but it was like, hey, Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. what do you think the DC Universe? And nobody checked him. I don't know. <laughs> nobody checked his notes. And then they're making fucking films. And everybody's like, wait, whoa, what? Why? Whoa. You know what I mean? This yeah. is what people want. Fuck. Even though they should release the Snyder Cut, I digress. But then now the Joker's coming out. And like, look, it's the first DC movie really that has a chance of being like something really special not just like oh that was that was good do you think so i think it's a chance i'm not saying it's gonna be don't do the thing where you immediately slap me down and make fun of me and laugh at me and push me in the dirt and and throw your poop on me what didn't we kind of feel that way about suicide squad remember that first trailer where we were like whoa you were the only one that liked that trailer trailer. no that's not true it's a great trailer all y'all were hyped on that no dude no he was a fan he was a fan i remember watching y'all fucking react to that shit i liked the 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 sound design because that was the first trailer that ever introduced the like using gunshots and stuff as as music beats and things and that shit was cool but like the a lot of the the writing was weird i remember nick hated the Harley Quinn delivery yeah, yeah, of like yeah. every line. We're the bad guys. But Nick hates everything and then he, two <laughs> seconds later he likes it so you yeah, can't tell. No, yeah. that's true. He's an that's old man. True. I do want He's to retract my man. statement. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises is not the best one but it is really great. Fuck you, Greg. I agree with you. I agree I, with you're you crazy. No, but Suicide you're Squad, but again, even, even then just talking about the trailers, DC trailers have, well, not always been really good, but like, a lot of them are really, really good. Zack yeah, Snyder yeah. trailers for sure are fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I hear you. I think Joker Back to my point is like it has a chance to Looks be something great because it is they're like not trying to do everything they're trying to do one thing you know I hear same thing with the Pennyworth show right you excited for that prequel Saw Alfred the cast show of them this weekend yeah yeah it's like oh it's hot Alfred that's cool yeah there's a great tweet over the weekend that was saying like this is going to be a for a very specific small audience and then entire audience is going to be horny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ta- I don't, we're doing screencasts right after this, by yes. the way, if you're watching it, to go through all the MCU stuff. Do, have you, did Kevin put the Brandon Ralph stuff on there? Just for me to nerd out for a second. Did you see it? I'll, I'll, uh, I did I'll see it. it. I'm sure we're going to put that God, in there. Fucking, yeah, Kingdom Come. No, fucking he kidding. doesn't have it on here. You should fire him. Kevin! Barry, you, you inform him what's up. Kojuki writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Good morning. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is off to a hot start after this weekend. What... What's the future of this game look like? Do you predict console ports? Thanks and have a marvelous day. Did you see this? It didn't make the Roper report. Uh, I saw it on the Marvel Alliance subreddit. I don't want to speak completely out of turn. Actually, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if you can find it for me. Basically, one of the, the bean counters over on the Twitter was like, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is on pace right now to be like the, be- the third best-selling Switch exclusive of the year, Whoa. which would put it behind... Uh, the two big Nintendo. Ex- I this is why I'm saying I need to find the thing. Anyways, it was a hey, this is doing really well. But I didn't. The guy didn't cite facts, so I didn't want to put it in there. And mm-hmm. I was just like, whatever. It is doing really well. It seems like a lot of people are playing it. So that's, on and so I mean, forth. that's fantastic. So that'd be behind Mario Maker Two. Okay. Right. Yep, yeah. That sounds right. And that just came out. And yeah, what's the other exclusive? Let me. Let me I'll try to find New it really Super quick. Mario Bros. Marvel. Deluxe. Mm, was that this year? That was January. Oh, maybe. Anyways, though, Tim. Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Uh huh. Is it ever going to come to PlayStation four or Xbox? I mean, I, I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. Right? Like, didn't Nintendo fund it? I, I'm not sure the breakdown of it. They were on the panel talking about it with, with. They were on the panel talking about it, and also like when we when it was first debuted, like those Nintendo splash logos and stuff that like usually implies an involvement, like not just they, the logo, it, like. Uh, Nintendo's the publisher of the game. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no. Yeah. I, I mean, like, 
crazier things have happened in the past. Absolutely. And then that's what, it's head. back to it's back exactly. It's back to very much being like I don't you know you never say never kind of thing. I do not see that happening. It could happen, but I have no way to prove it. I'm still looking here for the thing. I like I like so many things on Reddit though. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I just enjoy Reddit so much. I just Brandon Routh again. Gosh, you know what I mean? Come on, hold on. F sales. That didn't work. Na- nanobiologist says uh, it was a tweet from Benji Sales, and he posted a link uh, in your wrong. Thank you. I got it. I'm taking it. Just it to was get a it Yoshi's Crafted World, but I don't think that would have been it. No. He all right. So Benji Sales on Twitter says Marvel Ultimate Alliance three opening 48 hours is tracking significantly ahead of my expectations for the title in the US. Frankly, I wasn't sure how it would perform as pre-release tracking wasn't all that strong. Very impressive launch. Marvel and Nintendo may have a legitimate hit. It's looking possible that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 could be the third biggest Switch launch of 2019 so far, only behind new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe yeah. and Mario Maker 2. It is tracking significantly ahead of other big launches on Switch, such as Mortal Kombat 11 and Crash Team Racing, for example. Key thing now will be how it performs over the coming weeks on or if it can manage to take the third place spot. Oh, on if it can t- manage to take the third place spot. Definitely bigger than expected opening, but if legs are poor, it could miss it. But it is, them, I've been That's super, fantastic. I've been shocked because obviously earlier on and even before mm-hmm. the E3 stuff, I, when we were doing like games you're excited for this year, I put it on there and around here, there wasn't much buzz for it in our mm. office. And even in, I think I would go as far as games journalists, but like when I started talking about it, the amount of interaction on my tweets and then like mentioning it on shows or in interview or uh, doing other stuff with other like uh, groups or panels or hosting gigs. I was always surprised by the amount of people who were like, oh yeah, I fucking can't wait. Yeah. And now that it's out, all of us nerding out, I was playing with Snowbike Mike on his stream last night, jumping in there. Cool. I felt I felt like such a badass the first time. I did it twice this weekend with Snowbike Mike. Jumped in the first time and the Twitch chat flipped out when I came in and I was, I was rocking like a level 60 character because it was like, you know, opening day or the day after. And then last night I came in and this kid AJ was playing. He already had a cap at 100. He already had like uh, a character who's uh, a secret at like 65 or, or like 85 I was like, fuck damn god damn what's it aj played out huh what's the level count? i think it's 100 but i i th- huh. i think it's 100 i haven't heard that confirmed we uh, the subreddit was going back and forth on it i was watching yeah. lurking as i do yeah. the, the ultimate alliance subreddit mm-hmm. you'll love this too mm-hmm. this is just a thing we're just having fun now catching up as friends uh the marvel ultimate alliance subreddit you know how Marvel, M-U-A-3 or whatever, when they made it, they did it wrong. So it's M-A-U-3. So there was like a giant, there was like a giant thing on it of like, can we change this? And everybody's like, no, there's too many subs now. So if you go to, (laughs) if you go to Mu3 the right way, there's just a post. It's like, hey, come to the wrong one. We fucked it up. (laughs) It's great. I really love that. Really good. Really good. Um, Two questions left. We can get them both in. Constantine says, Wolfenstein Youngblood comes out this Friday. And where is all the promotional material and marketing? I'm a huge fan of what Bethesda has done with the rebooted Doom and Wolfenstein series. And even I forgot it was coming out. I'm even more shocked that there hasn't been advertising. They haven't been advertising the Buddy Pass. Parentheses, buy a copy of the game for slightly more, but get a code so that your friend can play the whole game co-op with you. Should fans be worried about how the game is going to turn out, or does this just have to do with Bethesda's policy of not providing early codes for press? Bethesda's weird, man. Very weird. When you add the review stuff onto the fact that like you just look at their last couple games, and like I feel like all of them have had bizarre promotional strategies. But then like like, rage. Rage is one where it's like there, it was a, a similar uh, situation. Rage, yeah, Rage was like a weird one where it was like it wasn't until the week of where we and all then it was, it was everywhere. All, yeah, so it's like we'll see next week when it's out. Yeah, maybe it'll be different because I we had people writing into Games Daily then of like, 
where's all this outrage is next week? Yeah. And then next thing you know, IGN just is covered in, yeah. in rage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've slowly started to see stuff over the weekend because I had a question similar about that last week. Or I was like, I just realized that that comes out next week. And then I thought about it. I tweeted about this like uh, during the show. I feel like there was a similar thing even with Wolfenstein 2. And granted, Wolfenstein 2 launched on the same day as AC Origins and Mario Odyssey. So obviously there wasn't a lot of talk until reviews came out. But for Wolfenstein 2, there was absolutely almost no talk about that game until after the game came out. Yeah. So I think there might be a similar situation here where it's just like, there's not a lot of talk, and then once it comes out and people have it in their hands, I feel like there's going to be way more talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I wonder if a lot of it has to do with just like the because they tend to like their marketing having review scores on it, right. and having mm-hmm. that like critical like this person says this with the little you know quotes yeah. and bullshit. Sure. Yeah. Um, but what's weird about Bethesda is they're pushing Doom Eternal hard. Mm. I'm seeing ads for that really everywhere. Really, on like every site, like just splash ads and stuff. I'm like it's a little oh. early for that, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is for Wolfenstein uh, Youngblood. I fucked that up. No, no, yeah. I did. Okay, they they always stick in the same convention, so it gets I really know. confusing for a person like me. Uh, I'm excited to play it. It needs to be a party mode for sure. Of us all playing, or not all of us all, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. me and Nick or something. Uh, I think it's, but it's a weird one of. I think it's uh, what you're talking about. Where I think that's, I think it's one that needs to be proven. I think the Wolfenstein reboot has done well, but I don't think it's a juggernaut. So I don't think you need to get way out in front of it. I think the people who know about Wolfenstein are gonna be excited about it, yeah. and the people who are more mainstream fans of Wolfenstein will see what you're talking about of 9.0 from IGN, this, that, the other right. comments from Easy Allies, right? Yeah. And have like the crazy action, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, I need to go this get looks this." Dope. Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein two blew up for the people who pay attention, exactly. And it was like a critical darling, but yeah, it didn't get. Again, the this other one two I think is gonna have a really good shot at it. I, I as yeah. somebody who started both Wolfenstein's and ended up dropping out of them just because, mm-hmm. oh, man, I don't know. In a similar way to how Doom did, till Doom clicked, playing it with uh, McCaffrey back uh-huh. in Judges Week, it clicked for me. Of like, oh, oh this good. is a lot of fun because there is somebody to help me. There is somebody like, yeah. do this. Okay, they're coming this way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm gonna flank and you do that. Was, How's McCaffrey doing? Really good. Has a really cool podcast called Ride the Lightning. At the 200th episode, they interviewed uh, he interviewed Elon Musk. I don't know who that is. I listened to it while I played Division. It was a while ago. Oh, okay. Division Platinum today. 2038 Pokemon CEO gets the final question of the day at patreon.com slash games and says, Greg, this weekend was your first Pokemon Go community day. How was it? Is Go making you interested in trying other Pokemon po- products? Uh, have you purchased any microtransactions? Tim, has Greg sent questionable messages? Do we need to contact his FBI agent? Side note, Greg, do you have an update on the E3 banning? How long until SDCC swings the ban hammer? Starting at the end, you must have missed it. Yeah, I'm unbanned. I got unbanned that day. We, it was over. Moving a little backwards from the end. Uh, Barrett, can you bring up a picture of Smoochum? Okay. Anyways, so yeah, my first Pokemon Go community day was yesterday, four to seven. I was out there getting all sorts of mud kips. I don't want to talk about it because I want to talk about it on Gamescast, mud all right? Kips. I'm going to talk about it on Gamescast. Yeah, okay. So, so that's bring this up. Hold on. We'll get there. You, oh, it's okay. already up. Don't worry about it. Pokemon community day report is going to be on uh, Kind of Funny Gamescast this week. You can get it uh, Thursday when we record at patreon.com slash Games or Friday when it posts early or for free. Like, oh, the Ultimate Alliance one's up today, too. Shit, I should have fucking promoted that already. Um... Pokemon CEO, have, a, have you purchased any microtransactions? Fuck yes. I put a lot of money in this game already. <laughs> are you kidding me? But it's the same thing I was talking about with these kind of games where I'm like, oh man, and I, a lot of money, probably what? 20, 30 bucks so far. And, it, and it's like, I come to that thing where I was like, oh man, we're going for a long walk. We walked fucking seven miles today, right? Or on, on Saturday. And it was like, oh, we're walking a bunch. You know what? I should incubate as many eggs as I can. Why not? Popped in, bought the incubators, put them on there. 
It was fun. They deserve, and again, they deserve the money. I'm playing the game nonstop. I'm having a great time. Jen and I are waking up every morning at six thirty to go walk around in the morning with a cup of coffee and catch, catch up. some smoochums. Catch some smoochums, and then uh, Tim has mm-hmm. Greg sent questionable messages. Now, please bring it up, Barrett. Oh, okay. literally okay, as you okay, clicked okay, off. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> today I caught. Today I hatched a smoochum. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a smoochum in my life, and as everybody knows, I forget what show we did talk about this on already. When I get a goofy ass Pokemon. I screenshot it, I send it to Tim, and I give him my critical analysis of it. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the heart of what these things are all about. This morning at 8.12 a.m., I get a text <laughs> from Greg Miller with a picture of this guy that just says, what a fucking child molester. <laughs> so have I received any questionable messages from Greg? Yes. Many. Many. But I'm fighting the good fight. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm hey, pointing man, out just... that this thing wouldn't be allowed alone with my child. Stranger right? danger, dude. <laughs> fucking weird haircut, pouting lips, pink face. Get the hell out of here. I don't know what your fucking bag is, Smoochum, but I'll be damned if you'll hang out with my seven-year-old. <laughs> it's time to squat up. This is where one of you goes. To patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help on game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Big Friend needs help in Pokemon Go. His Pokemon trainer code is 5617 5135 Big Fen says, All of Greg's Pokemon Master Talk has reignited the flame within me to become the very best. But none of my friends are willing to jump back in it with me. I was hoping... Some of the best friends could become Pokemon best friends with me so we could hit up those daily gift exchanges. Been a longtime fan of the Kind of Funny crew, by the way, uh, but this is my first time interacting with the community. Love everything you guys are doing. You make my 45-minute commute bearable. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go, catch smoochums and throw them in fucking jail for being alone with your child. <laughs> go on Pokemon Go and put in 56, 17, 51, 35, 17, 42. Tim, yeah. we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we, as screw, we it screw it up. Mr. man 300 says Christopher Judge was in Stargate TV, not Battlestar Galactica. Thank you very much. Ill Grill Chill says we missed a deal of the day. The PlayStation Classic is $20 again at Best Buy. Also, Fire Emblem Three Houses will be $50 at Walmart and it releases this Friday. Um, Ill Grill Chill says here is a list of the Marvel games since 2015 moving forward. Jesus. Yeah, stick with me. I gotta expand it because it's crazy. Marvel Future Fight, Lego Marvel's Avengers, Marvel's, Aven- er, Marvel's Avengers Academy, Kellogg's Marvel Civil War VR, okay. Marvel Sum Sum, Marvel Heroes Omega, Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale Series, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Lego Marvel Superheroes 2, uh, Marvel Strike Force, Marvel Spider Man, Marvel's. Ultimate Alliance 3. Upcoming Iron Man VR, Marvel's Avengers, Untitled Marvel Game by Second Dinner. That's 15 games. I missed Puzzle Quest in there. Didn't he? he didn't say Puzzle Quest. Mm. Mm. Coward. Um, Coward. <laughs> there's two corrections in here that say... Yeah, I, I don't know what, how, what we fucked up here, but Wolfenstein Youngblood releases Friday, the 26th. I thought we did said that. Maybe maybe it was room before we said it. Maybe I fucked up the date. Nanobiologist says GameFAX is reporting that the Ultimate Alliance 3 level cap is in fact 100. Uh, Spencer expands a bit on the Nintendo publishing deal. Just a heads up regarding Ultimate Alliance 3 and Nintendo. This is never leaving the Nintendo console. Nintendo went to Marvel for the project. They funded the development uh, for KT and Team Ninja. Uh, the game was localized internally at Treehouse. Marvel was involved creatively, but not from a funding point of view. They obviously share marketing money. Uh, the money isn't all from Nintendo. From pitch to publishing, this was a Nintendo passion project. Marvel has talked saying Nintendo was very passionate to bring back this series and to make it their own title with the Switch. Hope this helps. Mark. It does. Thank you very much as we talked a little bit out there. Uh, one of the 
anecdotes right told on the Hall H panel from Bill was the fact of they had when they started Marvel games were very much like we need to bring back Ultimate Alliance we understand that but what makes sense mm-hmm. and when Nintendo gave them the switch for the first time like the pitch of it they were like this is it this yeah. is such a great thing so yeah struck up a deal there sorry everybody but you should play it on switch because it's great um, that's that's more gossip from me okay that's gone oh okay that's the correction spencer says a quick correction tim says wolf is out next week the game actually drops friday on all platforms so it's just a flub there don't that's that's where it's all coming so, from. i mean what i meant is reviews will be out next week yeah. So I, like the promotion is going to start next sure, week. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's more just Pokemon stuff. Um, I don't even know what smooth. What, I said, oh, you know what? Get out of here. You guys suck. You know what I mean? Everybody sucks but me, Greg Miller. Are they giving you, you smooch him shit? They did have a smooch him in there. I, I caught He hatched from an egg. I thought I said that, all right? You did. They were they were like, oh, he can only be hatched from an egg. You didn't catch him. Everybody fuck off, all right? You said that. I'm going to catch yeah, him and throw him in jail along with a hamburger. These fucking pedophiles out there trying to touch my kid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of Funny Games Daily. Let's talk about host this week. Tomorrow, it's me and Andrea, the return. The first time she's been here since she said she's returning and running to LA. Very not true. With me. First oh, okay. time I'm going to be in the room oh, with her. Okay. All, right? okay. All right? Now I'm going to give her the one-two punch. You know, okay. like, Wednesday, it's me and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's me and Davis from the Warp Zone. Ooh. Friday, it's me and Tim. And then, of course, I'm going to start doing this, I decided. Oh. Thursday, 20, July 25th at 2.30 p.m., we are recording the Kind of Funny Games cast. Uh, that'll be me, Tim, Andrea, and Davis from the Warp Zone. Hell yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games for early access. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. You know the rigmarole. Twitch, YouTube, subscribe. Do that stuff. We love you. Patreon. Uh, we're going to go do the screencast right now and talk about Marvel stuff. So if you like that, watch that. Yeah. Of course, if you like watching me get 100th Platinum, watch that. Twitch. It'll be in an archive too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.